for real stories on how global business gets done. This is Supply Chain Unfiltered, presented by the Institute for Supply Management. Hi, this is Melanie Stern for the Institute for Supply Management and another episode of Supply Chain Unfiltered. And today we're going to take a, a deeper look into the future of IT vendor management. Um, and with us to help us get a better understanding is Dr. Charlotte de Brabrant, uh, digital futurist, IT governance negotiations expert, and author. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Melanie. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, real excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Um, um, let's just let's just head right into it, okay? Um, sure. Yes. Are, so, are you hearing concerns about? AI integration, yeah, I had to ask this question because it seems as though it's all anyone is talking about right now, but specifically using AI as far as contract negotiations, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, very good question, um, especially because I just started my, my new role working for ZF as the head of IT vendor uh, management and, and actually we're currently having these discussions mm. a lot about AI technology advances, ChatGPT, and as AI technology advances um, become more integrated in various industries and processes, including all these contract negotiations and vendor management systems, um, there there may be concerns around potential risks and and disruption. So, for example, uh, there may be concerns about the accuracy and re reliability of AI-generated recommendations or decisions, as, as well as concerns about the whole ethical and, and legal implications um, of using AI in, in certain contexts. So, uh, on the other hand, the use of AI in, in contract negotiations and vendor management systems could potentially bring benefits, such as increased efficiency, cost savings, and improved um, decision-making that is happening, I guess, on a daily basis. However, it is important to just carefully consider the potential risks and benefits before implementing AI solutions in these areas and to develop appropriate safeguards and oversight mechanisms also to ensure that the AI is used in a responsible and ethical manner. So overall, the, the whole integration of AI in into contract negotiations and, and especially vendor management systems is a very important topic nowadays. And it just requires ongoing discussion and consideration. And um, in general, as, as the whole AI technology continues to evolve, it will be important just for stakeholders to work together to address any of these concerns and ensure that AI is, is used in a way that maximizes its uh, benefits while minimizing any potential risks or negative impact. And we see that at, at my company in my role, um, just on literally on a daily basis, especially that I'm now purely focusing on AI vendor management in my role and IT governance and all of that. I, I would imagine though, it's something that yeah. because it's continuing to evolve and evolving mm -hmm. quickly, um, the answers that, you know, uh, stakeholders, leadership may have and on one day, you know, a month later may shift because it's evolving so much. 
Yeah, um, but if I may just add, especially yeah. in, in my role, because now um, for the ones in the procurement community who know me, I've, I've worked <laughs> in automotive, pharma, consumer goods, medical devices, tech, technology recently at Amazon and, and now uh, back in automotive. And it's it was very nice to see that, especially at the company I work at, they have designated a whole IT department on specializing on AI innovations oh. and especially ChatGPT, as a matter of fact. So uh, that is super nice to see that a traditional industry is being at the same time so innovative and so willing to get out there. Yeah, they're jumping ahead. This is great. Yes. Um, yeah. So can you elaborate for a minute on what KPIs, vendor management programs, review and assess? Um, and so to avoid being shortlisted from selection considerations? Sure, sure. A good question. So um, vendor management programs or IT vendor management programs um, typically use uh, just a, a range of, of KPIs to assess the performance and suitability of the vendors. So um, these KPIs can totally vary depending on just the specific needs, priorities of the organization, requirements. Um, but some of the, I would say, common examples that, that we're looking at is, for example, um, quality. So this KPI measures the, the quality of the products or services provided by the vendor, as well as the adherence to relevant quality standards. And I can definitely um, answer any other questions following <laughs> on, on that, if, if there are any other questions also from the listeners for the KPI topic. I, what, what, uh, what I'm yeah. wondering, though, is how, how often um, is it recommended to do the review and assessment? Oh, I mean, I guess it's also co continuous assessment, okay. continuously. We are looking at our vendors continuously, especially looking at our program. Um, we also set up a whole vendor management academy recently. Um, and and I, I think it's so important to make sure that you continuously educate the vendor managers, remind them on the importance of the KPIs by introducing maybe vendor management roundtables, having an integrated um, internal vendor management academy, and that all constitutes of, of, of this program. So I think it's important to cons cons um, consistently monitor performance, monitor mm -hmm. your, your vendors, and especially... Um, when, when looking at, at these KPIs. And I think it's also important just from a governance perspective because it's such a important compliance issue that the, the vendors um, are just being monitored. And um, I think there is no, no, no specific guideline. In, in my case, I've now said, hey, I'm gonna just do a refresher training twice a year, but, uh, this, but, I, but there's basically constant um, mo monitoring. So, I did mention that that quality was one of the KPIs, but then also, if I just continue, uh, another one was like delivery time is mm -hmm. another KPIs, and this kind of measures the the vendor's ability to deliver products or the services on time according to the agreed upon schedules. Another KPI is the cost element, um, cost effectiveness, cost effectiveness mm -hmm. of the vendor's products services. Uh, another KPI is compliance very important that the vendor mm. is compliant, um, looking at all of the relevant laws, regulations, industry standards. Uh, but 
but also the whole privacy issue, GDPR, then risk management. Um, I think that is also, especially post-COVID uh, KPI, that we should put more emphasis in the whole data security, supply chain risks, and now we can have a proper risk mitigation program in place. And then last but not least, also the customer service. And this KPI is kind of the, the quality of the vendor's uh, customer service and looking at how supportive they are, how responsive they are, and um, how effective they are in, mm -hmm. in resolving issues. So I think by, by assessing vendors against these KPIs and in other relevant uh, criteria, um, and it's and especially also the, the vendor management program, it can just identify and address any issues or areas for improvement as well as make informed decisions about which vendors to select and work with. Um, and this just also helps us to, to minimize the, the risk of selecting vendors who just not meet the basic criteria needed for, for our uh, organization and so ensure that this program de delivers, you know, the expected benefits. And, and even through all this uh, continuing review and assessment, you know, <laughs> unforeseeable <laughs> events happen. Um, yes. After, at, at, at some point, after an agreement has been signed off, all the parties come to the table, everything's good, terms and conditions have been set. Um, and then with an unforeseen event, some of those terms or conditions may become moot points and then a an IT vendor management system can can it in fact predict these potential scenarios and suggests amendments or addendums to contract ahead of ahead of time like does it have a, oh. a built-in um, mechanism where it gives added protections or suggestions Oh, absolutely. Um, I think that is that is something um, that the future will behold uh, when you decide to work with these um, mechanisms and uh, just to be able to be pre-informed. Um, I think this is this is definitely the future. But of course, it all depends upon the advancement of of the company and um, and how open the company is. But I think, with no doubt. Uh, this this will be the future. It's all about orchestrating crisis situations, predicting, and and understanding what what measure what can uh, what, what what next crisis or mm -hmm. or what decisions lie ahead, and then how how we go about it. And I I'm always a big fan of just communication. At the end, mm. it doesn't matter what the crisis is you're in. If if you are working at a company that has a lot of cost problems and, and you suddenly need have all these contracts and they've been all signed and negotiated and you need to ask for a cost reduction, even though it's within the contract, I think there is, if you don't ask, you don't get. So it's all right. about communicating and and in this market, especially having gone through this whole supply chain crisis, as we're still in, um, in this market, I think people are a lot more vulnerable nowadays to, to partnerships and to open communication. And that's where these AI, generative AI, um, they, they can help us, guide us to what is to come, prepare us. Mm -hmm. And But let's, let's focus for a minute on 
um, uh, legal language, if you will. I mean, there's a lot of ambiguity in contract law um, for, mm-hmm. for a reason. <laughs> um, and, and with that, there, it just naturally can create loopholes, and which could be a way out for suppliers depending on how a contract is written. So uh, can vendor management uh, systems tighten those loopholes and, and make, uh, make vendors more accountable? Does it make, generate more accountability? I, I, I think yes. I, I, I definitely think that it, it gives suggestions and, and, and it's for up to the vendor managers and the, and the programs to, to let these suggestions at least be reviewed. Of course, we always need to ask ourselves on the re- reliability afterwards, but, uh, but especially with, with uh, all these terminologies, I mean, that's what the AI is for. It's, it's learning. Mm-hmm. So I think there are risks, of course, um, in, involved, but I think it's, it's definitely there to, to provide us solutions going forward. And uh, just off for top of mind, you know, what comes yeah. to mind first, what, what are the cost savings to a business by using vendor management system? Um, so in terms of cost savings, vendor management systems can provide a number of cost savings to businesses by streamlining and optimizing vendor-related processes and improving the overall efficiency, I think, of vendor management. And some of the most prominent cost savings include, for example, the whole reduced administrative costs. Vendor management system can automate many administrative tasks such as vendor onboarding, contract management, um, invoice processing, and this can really help to reduce time and resources required for these tasks and very much free free up staff to focus on the more strategic activities, but also improved contract management. So for example, by automating contract management processes such as contract renewals or amendments, Vendor management systems can then help also to ensure that contracts are up to date and very much comply to relevant regulations, reducing the risk of penalties or the legal disputes. So better, uh, and also uh, just in general, better vendor management performance. This um, vendor management systems can provide real-time visibility to vendor performance, allowing organizations to quickly identify and address any issues or inefficiencies this um, th- th- this may have and it may help to improve the quality of goods and services provided by vendors and and reduce the risk of of these costly errors or delays and then also the whole um, negotiated savings element vendor management systems can help to identify opportunities for cost savings through better negotiation of contracts and improved visibility into uh, the whole vendor pricing and and performance and this can also help to drive down costs and improve overall uh, profitability and then last but not least, improved mm-hmm. compliance. So vendor management systems can also help to ensure that vendors are complying to relevant laws, regulations, and indus- industry standards, um, and also reducing the risk of, of fines and all these legal disputes. So 
overall the the cost savings um, element provided by vendor management systems I think can can be significant helping businesses to improve all of their bottom line and operate a lot more efficiently and I've now seen um, it it is important very important to note that specific cost savings will vary depending on the size and nature of the organization as well as the specific features and capabilities of of the vendor management systems which are being used. So I want to bring up something that seems to be a sensitive subject to to most people um, in business kind of across the board no matter what industry you're in. Uh, So with all this increase of digital technology use, um, do you think that there's merit in fear, um, uh, you know, amongst uh, employees about utilizing programs such as vendor management systems as far as helping companies remove headcount? That's a very good question. I mean, the, the whole integration of digital technologies is is changing the nature of work and I believe it's creating new opportunities, hmm, but it is also causing uncertainty, I agree, and fear among many employees who worry about the potential um, of for, for a job displacement. So one important thing to keep in mind is that while some jobs may be at risk of automation or elimination, the adoption of digital technologies is also very much creating new jobs, new roles, new opportunities. And I always see the glass half full mm-hmm. for the ones who know me because I, um, I, I, I do think it's going to open up new doors. So, for example, the, the need for employees with expertise in data analysis, digital marketing and other emerging fields is growing rapidly. And in addition, many jobs will still require the human touch, such as those that involve customer service, creativity, and not bad, but most important, um, problem solving. Mm -hmm. So to help address concerns about all this job displacement, um, and, and and build the new skills needed for success in the digital age, employers can provide trainings and upskilling opportunities for their employees. And this can include programs to teach, for example, new digital skills, such, such as coding or data analysis, as well as training in, in soft skills, such as communication, teamwork, and adaptability. So employees can also take steps, I think, to proactively develop their skills and stay relevant in the changing job market. And I always tell my team every day, and I have my my skip level meetings, tell me what is it that you need? Because that's the way how you can also retain your employees. Absolutely. And, um, and this may include seeking out educational opportunities, such as online courses or certificates, um, another one is attending industry events and conferences, what I do a lot, and and very much building a, a strong professional network. So overall, while the integration of digital technologies may be causing fear and uncertainty to some employees, it is very important to know that it's creating all these new opportunities and possibilities. And I preach that to my team every single day. 
And it's important by focusing on this upskilling and, and education, both for the employer, but also the employee and how we can navigate through this changing landscape and build a stronger and more resilient workforce. At your current role, um, are there discussions going on, not, not just about where things are today um, with all the dis- digital technology and the vendor management systems, but taking what you know today and what is being envisioned for the future? What, what, what do the vendor management systems look like five years from now? Any, any thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. I mean, the future of supply chain and IT vendor management is very much likely uh, going to open up um, by by all these number of emerging trends and technologies, including a great use of automation as the capabilities of artificial intelligence and robotics also continue to advance on a daily basis. We can expect to see greater use of automation and supply chain and vendor management. And this also may include the use of uh, autonomous vehicles for transportation, drones for delivery and or this automated inventory management systems, mm. a big topic. Um, also, increase focus on sustainability with growing concerns about climate change and social responsibility, what we hear all the time. We can expect to see an increased focus on sustainability in supply chains and vendor management. And this also may include uh, the whole effort to reduce waste, promote responsible sourcing and manufacturing and improve environmental and social performance across the supply chain. Also, the whole greater emphasis on data analytics with growing availability of data and data being our new currency mm-hmm. and and the increasing importance of data-driven decision-making. I'm sure we can expect to see a, a, a greater emphasis on data analytics in supply chain and vendor management. And this um, may include the use of predictive analytics, what I mentioned before, mm-hmm. to forecast demands and optimize inventory, as well as the use of real-time data to monitor vendor performance and identify opportunities for improvement. Um, the, then also the whole integration of blockchain technologies. So blockchain mm. technology has the potential to transform supply chains by providing greater transparency, security, and most importantly, traceability. And we can expect to see a greater integration of, I think, also of the blockchain technology and supply chains and vendor management over the next five years with potential benefits um, to improve our efficiency, reduce fraud and errors and, and enhance accountability. And then also a last point, which is just very big hot topic at my company, the greater use of cloud-based solutions as more companies move to the whole cloud-based solutions for their IT infrastructure. We can expect to see a greater use of cloud-based vendor management systems as well. Um, And cloud-based solutions offer greater flexibility and scalability and cost effectiveness than traditional on-premise solutions and can help companies to manage their vendors more effectively and efficiently. So overall, just to summarize, the, the future of supply chain and IT vendor management is definitely likely to be shaped by a range of emerging technologies and trends, and all of which have the potential to improve efficiency, reduce costs, and 
enhance sustainability and accountability across across the supply chain. Wow, an exciting new it's, world is is right upon us. Absolutely. <laughs> it is so exciting and that's why we just need to be blessed to be part of it to be honest. Yeah, it it, it really it's I, I it's going to sound corny but I mean it's one of those things where, you know, you can generations, you know, in front of us, it'd be, you know, what great stories you're going to have to tell, right? About Absolutely. how things were and how things are and where they're headed. And, um, and that's why we need to inspire the next generation of procurement and supply chain professionals, because they will be part of it. And, and now and it's you all do about that. us leaders. You, you yes. are so inspirational. <laughs> you're, you're just wonderful. Um, thank you so much for all your insights, uh, Dr. Charlotte de Brabant. And uh, for uh, for listener pleasure, I'll say to check out this broadcast again, because it's so full of just awesome information. Um, you can find the broadcast and all of our podcasts uh, at starworldwidenetwork.com, also at the ismworld.org in the news and publications drop down on the left-hand side of the screen. Um, and if you have uh, any insights, any thoughts, passion about a specific topic and you'd like us to cover it, let us know, okay? Just uh, send us an email at supplychainunfiltered at ismworld.org. I'm Melanie Stern for the Institute for Supply Management. It's been fun as always. Looking forward to joining you again in the future. In the interim, have a great day. <music>